Learn how to build your faith on God's Word and live a life of 100% victory 100% of the time. As you listen to the Senior Pastor, Davis Christian Center, Pastor Kingsley Okunkwo, and expect God's Word to work for you. Since you get to the point where they are no longer shy to talk about marriage or love in church. Amen? If we don't talk about it in church, where again are we going to talk about it? Hallelujah. Praise God. All right. Uh, we don't have time today for random singing, so let's just go <laughs> to the point. Maybe next Sunday we'll have time. Amen, amen. Have you been enjoying the series so far, though? Hallelujah. Okay, so we've been talking about uh, pink and blue, which is focused on the differences between men and women. And why is that important? It's important because ordinarily... Men and women will struggle together in a marriage or relationship. This is why the divorce rates and all that are high, because men and women are different, and they see things differently. And these differences now cause a problem. As a matter of fact, under name for quarrels or problems is called what? Differences. <laughs> so let's settle our differences. The highest cause of divorce everywhere in the world is called irreconcilable differences. So that's what we're doing. It's not just reform fair. The fact is that the more you understand that I'm different from the opposite sex, the more you would be intentional about meeting that person's needs. You understand that your need is not their need. What happens most times in a union is that the husband marries and now starts treating the wife as if she's a man. The wife, too, is talking to the man as if he's a woman. So there's always miscommunication. There's always a strife, always fight. Um, the man is thinking the woman is just being rude. The woman is thinking the man is just being mean, not knowing that they are different beings and they react to the same situations differently. They react to the same situations, what? Differently. So what a man will equate as love, most times not what a woman will equate as love. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? So you need to understand that. So the difference is, is where the victory actually lies. Understanding it and being intentional. The goalpost is not the same. We did that last week. The goalpost is not the same. Hallelujah. There are over 6,000 genetic differences between a man and a woman. Over 6,000. Nothing about us is the same. Nothing about us is the same. So we need to be more intentional about meeting our partner's needs. Understanding them and meeting that need. We must be more intentional about it. Praise God. So, uh, last week we talked about, at the beginning of the series, we talked about the fact that number one need of a woman is love, number one need of a man is respect. Um, like I said, people always like to argue, why is this cultural, it's African thing. I don't know where you are getting, I didn't get one from Matilogu community dance or, or my village meeting. That's not where I got it. I got it from scripture. It's not cultural, it's scriptural. Ephesians 5.33 makes it clear, NIV translation. It said, however, each one of you must love his wife as he loves himself, and the wife must respect her husband. This is the creator of marriage and the creator of human beings. I said this, send all your argument direct to his office. <laughs> and when you create your own universe, compare notes. For now, I just follow the person that created us. <laughs> Praise God. All right? Um, so I don't want to waste time. I've, the message on YouTube, you can get that. Uh, by the way, if you're here and you're not even subscribed to my YouTube channel, I don't know what you're waiting for. Please subscribe and learn. There are loads of ma- helpful materials there. Um, so next, second week, we talked about the fact that women are family-oriented and men are what? Work-oriented. So 
Again, it's another thing that people have used to confuse human beings. They want women to walk like the way men walk. And it's not bad. Women, women should thrive in everything. But we should understand that women want to have time for family. It's, it is good for them in every way, emotionally, physically, and otherwise. So we are actually cheating women when we set the same goalposts that we set for men, for women. We're cheating them. And because women sometimes, they want to just, you know, especially the ones that are angry and all that and feel that men have dominated women for many years. We need to outdo men. They are pushing other women to just be running, running. You see, you can't win men in their own game. If men, men, men get their self-esteem from work, in fact, when men are tensed and are trying to meet deadlines and are stressed, I said this last week, it releases testosterone for them. It's a good thing. So that's why you see men, men are bragging about work. So, boy, I still have some money to 11 p.m. yesterday now. His friend will say, ah, you're all good. Two days now, I never go house. It looks like complaint, but amongst men, it's bragging. He's like, I'm, I'm, I, I work, die. I will kill myself here. It looks like complaint, but amongst men, it's, it's like a bad dude. It's a good thing. They like it. On the other hand, we've set these kind of deadlines and code that we're making women do. It kills women. Actually kills them. Because it stresses them. Because woman's oxytocin, which is a happy hormone, the good hormone, is released when a woman has family time. Either with spouse or with kids. In fact, they said it's so powerful that even when a woman interacts with another person's child, another person's baby, that's why if you see a woman carrying a baby, all women will gather together. They are all happy. It releases happy hormone in them. Doesn't matter whose baby it is. Babies stress men. You don't even know where to hold the baby from. So it doesn't release any happy hormone in us. <laughs> but for women, that's why if you have a child, that's how well, like your grandmother will collect child. First, she even you know, gets angry. You get fat. Who is that? You don't know the father. She was like, if your father, you go and bring you, you, you drive all of you. But I haven't seen the baby. I get what I'm saying. So when we set those wrong um, goalposts, we stress women because they said when those women get stressed, it releases cortisol in them, and that begins to reduce their immune system, and there's a higher chance for them. Most sicknesses women have are not medical; they are just emotional. Because once their stress goes up, that's why women have high tendency to be depressed, high blood pressure, even cancer. They say it's all traceable to emotional stress when they're not getting good family time. So for men that are making their wives upset, you are literally killing your wife. Literally. Is somebody getting this? So women are work family oriented, men are work oriented. Men gain their esteem from the work. Women gain their esteem. That's why even for women, even when their family life is not going well, they would rather pretend it's even going well. So they can quarrel throughout one week, quarrel drive in the car. Once they reach front of church, they start smiling. <laughs> Let's go together. Let's hold hands. Because she wants the world to believe her family life is going well. She gets esteem from it. Okay, so today I'll move a bit further. Okay? Uh, and talking about family life, I was, I was, I was talking about one of my... Uh, one of the guys we, we, we counsel and we coach, he's a top guy in the banking industry. And um, I just sent him a message one day. I just said, have you taken your wife on a date night recently? He said, no, it has been like two months since they went on date night. I said, no, don't let it stretch that far. Because for women, they must not get, once they get stressed, they will go to that box. They have a box. Every woman has a box in her mind. That box, all the bad things that happened to her in her life is there. You must never let her go to that box. Guys, that is your assignment. Never let her go to that box. Once she goes to that box, 
everything that has gone wrong ever in her life is in that box. Plus the ones you did and the ones other people did are all there. And guess what? The other people are not here. So guess who will take the lashing for those ones? It's still you. So she will start bringing things from 1982 and start lamenting and ruminating on all of it. And you say, I thought we have dealt to this thing. I thought we are, we are forgiving me. She has forgiven me, but now she's stressed. When she's stressed, she goes to that box. She goes to that box. That's where she goes. It's a big box. That's why women have a bigger memory than men. Men have a very small memory. So this is why women are past-oriented. Men are forward-oriented. So when there's stress in the house, a man's favorite word is, let's move on. He doesn't have memory to store all these things. So let's move on. He always wants to move on. A woman on the other hand wants to go backward. Say, this is how you did this thing in 1973. <laughs> and you're wondering, but we've discussed this and I've apologized. We've forgotten it. No, I've opened the box. Everything is there. And she doesn't separate them. She processes them together. So your best bet is to make sure she doesn't go there. So I had to coach that guy. I said, take her out on the day to do, keep feeling an emotional tank. He didn't listen. Two, two, one week or so after he called me, like, ah, everywhere is scattered there currently. I said, I told you, that's why I was reaching out to you then. Do, don't wait for a crisis. So when I called him again, one, so one or two weeks after, he said, everything is fine now that I've started feeling her emotional tank. I said, that's the idea. Hallelujah. That's the idea. All right? Keep pouring into a woman's emotional tank. Take her on date night, even when there's nothing happening. Don't wait for her anniversary to buy her a gift or to take her out on date night. Don't do that. Just buy her gifts randomly. Just take her out randomly. Take her on a date. And there are basic rules for date nights, guys. Basic rules. Because women score you one, one, one point. Men don't understand. Men are baseline people. You know baseline people. Baseline is I don't care you're working. The, is the answer right or wrong? That's how men mark their own scheme. You know, I don't know if you know in schools, they have teachers that mark differently. Some teachers want to see your process. And they score you points for your process. That you arrange it where you multiply where. Okay, I just see where you made a mistake. But they will score you points. Some teachers... If you like, may your process fine, pass that one. Is the answer two. If it's not two, fail. So men are baseline people. Women, are, on the other hand, are process people. So women score you points for the whole process. And you see, unfortunately, they too, they score themselves for the whole process. So this is why many women are frustrated in their marriage. Because she is scoring points for knowing your best food. She scores herself points. For cooking that best food, she scores herself points. For arranging the house before you come so that you can eat that best food. She's going herself point. For arranging the cutlery and the plates and the napkin for them to be matched. She's going herself point. So she, her points have reached 33. You now get home. Even greet, you couldn't greet well. You say, hey, I'm tired. What do you have for it? That's the first thing you say. Zero. Her stress level just goes up. So you score points for... Number one, having her planning date nights. Let's go out on a date. One point. Dressing up for the date. Because somebody just said, we're going, okay, I'm taking you out. Just wear your short knicker and your palm sander. No. Dress up. It mustn't be tuxedo. But wear a proper shirt. Act like you're going somewhere important. Wear a shoe. Wear, wear nice clothes. You score one point for dress. Now, knowing where to take me. Come in, I say, I want to take you out. Where do you want to go? Say, she said, I don't know. He said, I don't know. Let's think of zero. You must know where you want to take her. Now, listen. You must know where you want to take her and say, hey, honey, I'm taking you out. I, I've, I've studied or checked out one or two places that I feel you will like. 
the fact that you actually went to research, we dash you one point. And the fact that you researched and found where you think I would like. Now, whether she likes it or not is not important. The fact that you said, I feel you will like it. One point. You're a good boy. Take points. So you must know this. is Take her to the place. Like I said, dress up. Wait for her to, to dress up and make up without complaining. One point. <laughs> When you get to the place, let her know she's free to eat anything she wants to eat, either from the menu or from your plate. One point. Somebody say five points. <laughs> she's free to eat anything from the menu and from your plate. Very important. Don't come and come complaining. Now why are you taking my meat? No. It's date night. Are you here, somebody? And the rule for date night is that you cannot touch your phone. On that date night, you give her undivided attention. You cannot play with your phone. That's under one point. Somebody get what I'm saying? Those dates or things you do that are not on anniversary or birthdays score you very high points. Just doing things on anniversary or birthday is very functional, very, it's just efficient. It's just regular. The things you do on other days are the things that are high pointers. Somebody get what I'm saying? So understanding how women score things are important. So you, 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 must, you must consciously pour into her emotionally. Okay, let me give you two more for this. All these ones are recaps of what I've been teaching. So, please, go to my YouTube channel, watch these things, and it will be a blessing. So, I'll give you two for today. Next one. Women are selfless. Men are selfish. Women are selfless. Men are what? Selfish. Now, again, like I've always said, I know there are exceptions, and sometimes circumstances even makes people to be slightly different from these things we're describing. So I get that. So don't come and say, I know my uncle, he's one that is uh, selfless, selfish, or selfless, and his wife is very... I know that there are exceptions, but we're looking at the general number, okay? Larger number. Women are generally selfless. What does selfless mean? It doesn't mean they, they don't, they're not selfish at all. It just simply means women are more likely to worry about other people. Is somebody get what I'm saying? Men, on the other hand are not likely to worry about, but they worry more about themselves. So generally speaking, women are more selfless. Men are more selfish. From when they created Adam, you know he was only taking care of himself in the garden. He didn't have anybody to worry about. So he was used to focusing on himself. From the day Eve came, he, she came as a helper. That was her number one assignment as she came. So she already came with the ability and capacity to care for another. Every woman is a helper. This is why women generally have their capacity to multitask. Because they can carry their own burdens and carry another person's own. Usually men are not great at that. A man can worry just about himself. A woman has the natural capacity to worry about herself and also efficiently worry about other people. So there are scriptural references to that. And we also have social 
references to that. That is why there's, you will hardly see God telling, uh, in Ephesians 5 that we read, God didn't tell women to love their husbands. Women would do that naturally. God told women to do the thing that would be hard or not, not natural for them, which is respect the man. But for men, he told them to love their wives because it doesn't come natural to men to love. Are you here, somebody? It doesn't come natural for men. Men have a high tendency to be selfish, self-centered. They were alone in the garden for a long time, took care of only themselves. Women came to help, so they are used to giving. So God told the women, respect your husband. No need to tell her to love. She will love naturally. If anything except she will over love. But it's the men he told, husbands, love your wife. How do you tell somebody to love his wife? Don't, so if you don't, it's, almost, it's almost like a yab. It's almost like an insult. It's like telling your child, eat your food. It's a child you tell that. You don't tell adults, eat your food. Adults know, say, you go to food. How do you marry a woman you don't love her? Men can be that clueless. So God had to tell men, love, you need to love your wife. Because love doesn't come natural to men. And if you notice, most places where God instructs men about marriage, this is important. Most places where God instructs men about marriage, he doesn't tell men to love women because women will be happy. You see, because that is selfless. A man won't relate. He tells men to love women because he will be happy. He relates. I don't know if somebody's getting what I'm saying. I'll give you examples. Before I give you examples, notice when God was describing love to a man, how did God describe it? First, he described it with Christ, but he knew that might be hard. Secondly, he described love to a man by him loving himself. A man can relate. He said, love your wife the way you do what? So Paul, I'm asking for DJ, bring it. Ephesians. Okay, Ephesians 3. Give me, yeah, maybe King James or Amplified or something. Let's just go to 5.33. Ephesians 5.33. DJ, go first. Okay, good. He said, nevertheless, let each one of you, I was talking to the men now, um, love, let each one of you in particular, so love his own wife as what? As himself. Men are selfish. If you tell them about themselves, they relate. Every time God talks to men about marriage, he talks to them about them. He doesn't talk to them about the wife. You can't motivate a man by saying, if you love your wife, she'll be happier, she'll be great. If you tell him, if you love your wife, you'll be great. You say, eh? Ah, where is she? <laughs> He's multi, highly motivated by himself. So, if you look at First Peter 3, First Peter 3, <laughs> it was very interesting. When God was talking to the um, <laughs> woman, about blessing the man, he was telling the woman how that if you honor and respect your husband, he will be moved to love you back. But when he got to the men, he said, look, if you treat your wife well, you, your own prayers, will not be hindered. Some of you don't get that. Look at it. Say, husbands, likewise, dwell with them according to understanding, giving honor unto the wife as a weaker vessel, because, uh, because she's the uh, heirs of God, and she'll be very happy. Is that what they said? What did they say? So that your prayers will not be hindered. He said, if you love her, you will enjoy. He likes that. Once you have put him inside the picture. That's why I say, he that finds a wife finds a good thing. And what happens to him? Things favor. Everywhere God talks to man about woman, he's talking to the man about how man will gain. That's the only way to get his attention. No? If you tell him, love your wife because she'll be happy, he will forget today. But if you tell him that, look, this woman, if you love her, you will get money. He said, where is she? <laughs> I was counseling one of my guys outside the country. So they were having serious family issues. The man was, um, has another woman in his life. And it was so bad that the man used to even bring this woman home to come and 
take the kids out. It was really bad. You know, he wasn't even hiding the affair. So I was counseling them and talking with them. And um, after a while, things now got okay. They were back together. The other woman was out of the picture. So I traveled out of the country and I met them. I met the guy. I was just with the guy. I said, so hope you're okay. And I hope you have stopped all those things. He said, ah, pastor, I've stopped that thing. Oh. You know, I'm about to start a business now. I'm starting a new business now. I can't be doing anything that will displace God. You see, his motivation to change is not because to make the wife happier. His motivation to change is that my life needs to be better. See, it's just how men is. And God has confirmed in scripture. I'm not the one. I'm just telling you how it is. It's, even God doesn't talk to them. Like, God talks to them in confirmation of this. Love a woman as you love yourself. That's what you can relate to. Not love her as you love her. He doesn't know what that means. But if you tell him how you love himself, selfishness, he understands that. He can relate. So men are generally selfish. That means, this, 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 what, this is the wisdom there. The wisdom is that as a man, you need to train yourself to go over and beyond to be loving. That's what I just said. That's the summary. I'm not saying you should remain selfish. I'm saying, go the extra mile to be more loving. And you as a woman, you need to understand that this man generally doesn't have capacity to worry about other people as much as you. Because a woman naturally, if you have a daughter, like people say, you don't have a, you don't have a child until you have a daughter. Ask anybody. A daughter will, will, <laughs> will worry about everybody. A daughter will call. Many men here, to be honest, how many of you call your parents regularly? Most times you find that if you have a mother, she's the one that calls you. My mom is in the service. She knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> Praise God, my mom is here. <laughs> she's the one that calls me every day. Or every other day. Every, I don't call. I don't I have credits. <laughs> I'm telling you, I have a lot of credit on my phone. <laughs> I had to go and change my SIM card one time. They checked my credit. It was over a hundred something thousand naira. I have credit. I said, this money, I said, can people give me cash? <laughs> you know my credit. People always send me credit. I said, please give me cash. I have credit, but I don't just remember to call. Men, men don't think so much of other people. But my mom still calls me till now. Daughters generally can think. Check it most times when parents are older. It's daughters that take care of them. A daughter can even resign her job to go nearer the city where her parents are just to care for them. Husband, um, son. He's just incapable of worrying about other people. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? All these things means you can also teach and train. It's, it's for you to learn as a man to now be more caring, go out of the way, to be more close. Generally, if, if you follow your natural instincts, you'll be a very selfish husband. That's what I'm trying to tell you. So you need to go beyond your natural instincts and now love like God said to love. Is somebody getting this? And women, your own there is that try to also love yourself a bit. Because a woman can spend all her money and energy loving and taking care of every other person except herself. And the needs of this world will never finish. So ladies, please take care of yourself. You deserve some rest. You deserve a vacation. You deserve to spoil yourself small. Are you getting what I'm saying? Don't spend all your money for every other person. Except yourself. Women literally find it hard to spend on themselves. They begin to have guilty conscience when they begin to spend on themselves. They say, ah, my children need things and I'm buying shoes. Sister, your children will always need things. Buy shoes. Are you here, somebody? So, men are generally selfish. Women have the capacity to be selfless. They can care. They can care beyond, you know, their own needs. Very, very powerful. They can care beyond their needs. My wife always shares the example. We always share the example, actually. That if, if, if there's only one plate of food in the house and a man gets home, only one plate of food left, a man gets home, what's he going to likely do? He'll eat the food. 
and call every other person that there's no food home. But if a woman gets home first and there's one plate of food, what's she going to do? She will either leave it for other, other people to come and eat or she will start thinking of what, what other people will eat. She naturally will care. That's what I'm trying to tell you. I think part of the things our country even needs to get more women in power. We need more women in power. These men think too much of themselves. They found out during COVID that most countries that were led by women had better management of the whole COVID. I told you everything I'll teach you today. I'll give you scripture, give you statistics. Anyone you want looking for. We don't pick these things from the ground. We don't just cook it. It's facts that exist. Found out countries that were led by women did better with managing. Because they are, but men, countries that are led by men, they say, it's not, there's no problem. Nobody's going to die. Say, somebody has died. Okay, no one person will die. Temple have died. People are dying, you know. <laughs> men are just, <laughs> they, don't, they don't worry themselves. So this is why we consistently have presidents that fly out of the country to treat themselves. Instead of bringing the gospel into the country. I mean, it should be no brain, Abby. There's no thinking inside that thing. If I have to always enter a plane, I have a headache, I have to enter a plane to go to London. All I need to do, there's nothing they can have there that money cannot buy. Plus the doctor said there, we can pay him enough to bring his whole family here. We can. But men don't think like, if a woman sins, they would have brought all that hospital here. But a man, think only of himself. Can I travel? As long as I can travel for that treatment. The rest of you. If you like, die. DSS, now example, oh, please. And I didn't mention him. <laughs> Praise God. If you say, woman, woman, we think of other people very easily. Nothing, no big deal. What, when do you see a woman strongest? Is when somebody close to her is in trouble. Not when she is in trouble. A woman can be sick here. I'm saying, I'm sick. The moment her child is sick, she will get healed. Because she needs to take care of that child. She will forget her own problems and her own sickness. And suddenly begin to carry that child about. Who is likely to sleep in the hospital when their partner is sick? The wife. What will your husband do when your partner is sick? Have you eaten? Are you okay? God bless you. Doctor. You Over to you. No, people should take care of her. Oh. He's going to sleep on his comfortable bed. <laughs> but the woman won't sleep if you're in the hospital. She wants to be there with you. She naturally has capacity to care for other people outside of herself. She was created with that capacity. That's why God didn't bother to tell her, I love your husband. She would do it naturally. Go to her, respect your husband. When you find out he's selfish, you will not want to respect him. Say, respect him. Because he deserves un- <laughs> uh, how do you say it? unconditional respect the way you deserve unconditional love. Are you here, somebody? Mm. Very powerful. So, and if you look at, even in scripture, because I'm, I'm mixing two now. I'm talking about the fact that women multitask. Now, I've, I've entered that a bit. Women multitask. Men are generally single-minded. That's why when men are facing one direction, they really can't spread their attention on other things. When they're facing one direction, they can't spread their attention. Women have the capacity to build their own life and build another person's life. So this is why even as a woman, if you are building your career and all those things, you're building your own practice or your own business, it doesn't stop you. You usually have the capacity to still help your husband become who he's meant to be because you have a grace to help. Is somebody get what I'm saying? Women multitask. So if you notice in the Bible, where they were talking about vision and dreams, they only talked about vision and dreams for men. For women, they talked about prophesying. They always included prophesying for women because prophesying involves you talking future or talking into the life of another person. Dreams and visions are usually your dream and vision. So in Joel chapter 2 and in Acts chapter 2, same um, 
scripture, they were talking about when the Spirit of God comes, he will pour out the Spirit upon all flesh. He said, for men, look at this, but this was spoken by the prophet Joel. Go ahead. He said, and it shall come to pass in the last days, says God, that I will pour out of my Spirit upon what? All flesh. See what will happen. He said, your sons and what? Daughters shall what? Prophesy. So when they involved daughters, they talked about prophesy. Now, they stopped that. They said, your young men shall do what? See visions. Your old men shall do what? Dream dreams. When it comes to visions and dreams, it's a man-only thing. Now, it doesn't mean women don't have dreams, okay? They're just trying to show you something. Women have dreams, but they have a more, or let me say, they have a dual capacity to prophesy. See the next thing they mentioned. Next verse. But as it was spoken by... No, next verse. You're going... He said, I said, and on my men servants and on my maid servants, so they included women again, their maid servants, I will power my spirit in those days, and they shall do what? Prophesy. Everywhere they included women, it was emphasizing prophesy. See the next line. Is there the next line? Okay, yes. So, we can stop there. So, everywhere they included women, they focused prophesy. But when they included, they talked about only men, it's always about vision and dreams. So, what that means as a woman is that, and I tell young women, you don't have to bother to be looking for a rich man. Any man you marry, he will become rich because of you. Women need to learn that. Because most women don't understand. They are busy looking for a rich man. It doesn't matter. See, you don't, you, don't, you don't need to look for a rich man. If you look for a man that has a vision, you can prophesy over his life till his own vision comes to pass. That's what my wife did. When, 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 when we got married, I wasn't like this at all. And she still does it today. She still does it today. My wife still gives me scriptures still today. That this is what God said about you. This is what God said about you. God said you will remain relevant. God said you will do this. You will do that. She prophesies. I wasn't like this at all. This is why we have a high... Young girls don't understand this. This is why we have a high number of young girls dating married men. They are, they are looking for somebody, somebody that's already prophesied. Catch your sob. <laughs> They don't want to, you don't understand, you are a kingmaker. The Bible says, a virtuous woman is a crown to her husband's head. If you understand your capacity as a woman, you didn't just come with a physical womb, you came with a spiritual womb. Ay, 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 I need you to know. If you don't know, you won't use it. Everything a man, men carry the seed, women carry the womb. Men always carry the seed. Biology tells us that it's men that carry the sperm that turns to a child. Women don't carry it. But women carry the womb. So whatever you give a woman, woman, she multiplies it. She manifests it. That's why as a man, you must constantly share your dreams with your wife. I told them that in the mainland. Please watch your whole series on YouTube. I'm teaching different things in each service. You do yourself a favor. By you. If, you attend, if you watch only your own service you attend, you'll never get the full picture of what I'm teaching. I'm teaching different things in all those services. So I told the men, because naturally, instinctively, men don't share problems until they, see, until they believe that you are the kind of person that can solve it. Women, on the other hand, share problems everywhere. Women doesn't have to know you to tell you a problem. So, you see the difference there? If, if women meet themselves, <laughs> ah, you're buying ugu, my own husband doesn't eat ugu. Then I will say, ah, your husband is ugu, it's only my husband doesn't eat dry fish, doesn't eat great. They just start causing problems. They don't know themselves. Men, on the other hand, never discuss their problems except they believe you are the person or the kind of person that can bring solution. So even in the world, in the world of men, there's a way you are telling on that man your problem. He's afraid because he's wondering. This one way they hope say nothing. Go borrow you and not get money. That's how men communicate. You are not telling me you are telling your problem because you think I can solve. I'm not the one. 
bros. No worry, no worry with this one of us. Eh? No, Saturday, no worry. <laughs> you understand? Because men believe you, can, you only share problems with people you think are something. So this is why many men don't talk to their wives. They'll just go and stay in their cave and be thinking. And the woman is wondering, what are you thinking about? What was wrong with you? The man said nothing. No, tell her. You are underestimating your wife. You're underestimating your wife. You think she can handle it, she can handle it. She has more capacity. See, women have reservoir of capacity they are not yet using. And the reason you think she can't solve it is that you never even told her. Tell her. If you think she can't solve it, even if she can't solve it naturally, she can pray. And there's nothing as powerful as a woman that genuinely loves you and is praying for you. Somebody getting what I'm saying, guys? So, understand how you need to share, share your challenges with your wife. Just like this is what I'm thinking, this is what I'm worried about. I mean, she, a woman as greatest strength arises when somebody she loves is in trouble. She doesn't even use that energy for herself. But she will bring out that energy when it's somebody she loves. Either her children or her spouse. Most times today, African women use it for their children alone because their husbands are very annoying. That's the truth. So they, they've, they've used it a few times that they feel, they feel used, they feel abused, they feel misused. So they're not bringing that energy again for their men. They're just pouring it on their kids. So as a man, you're wasting that. Because God gave you that woman for a reason. She has capacity to prophesy. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. She has capacity to what? Prophesy. Sister, that's why you must marry the right kind of man. Because the grace God gave you should not waste. That man must carry the kind of seed you want to fertilize. You are the womb. Hallelujah. It's not just physical kids, but dream kids. Vision kids, house kids, estate kids. Plant it in a woman, it will germinate. God made them fertile. Is somebody get what I'm saying? It's, they call it the blessing of the womb and of the breast. That's what the Bible calls it. It's in the Bible. The blessing of the womb and of the breast. Men don't have it. Woman can multiply anything. If you give her groceries, she turns into a meal. If you give her, gives her, give her a house, she turns into a home. If you give her sperm, she turns into a child. And that child, there's no limits from one to twins to triplets to even quadruplets. If you give her trouble, she give you shege. You know shege? <laughs> because she can multiply bad things too. <laughs> she can multiply bad things too. If your wife is really big trouble, then check out what you see you are planting in her. As a man, that's why you're called husband. Husband is from husbandry. You're cultivating a soil. So what are you planting? That's why you're called husband. Husbandry is cultivated. Your wife is a product of what you are planting. If she's always upset, always distraught, always angry, you are planting nonsense. She can multiply anything. That's why they said if you find a wife, find a good, you obtain favor. There's no reason why a married person should not be progressing. Except you guys are not doing marriage right. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? So, women fertilize and multiply. So, share, share. Women can multitask. As a woman, you have capacity to pursue your own dreams and also care for you. I'm a wife. With this. There are some people we know in our lives that the man should have been greater today. In fact, there are different. Um, there, are many, there are a few of them, not just one. For one in particular, incredible. One of the most gifted people I know. I mean, the guy is so gifted, but he he has never maximum achieved his potential. Never. He's still way below what he can do. If I mention him, you guys will know. He's a very gifted person. One of the challenges is that his own wife, too, is just pursuing her own dreams. We all know that if this woman can also give some attention. She has the capacity. Women do. 
They can, that's why, that's why women can take care of three kids. Man, give man even one child. He will return it that, that evening. He will be stressed. Because his mind is one-track-minded. He's not good at multitasking. When they say push, not drive, uh, call, talk on the phone when they're driving, it's men that are talking to women. Women will do a full Snapchat video, full whatever video driving. They can do it. They, they, they do it every time. It's men they're talking about. I mentioned not talking. But men, once they're talking, they, they lose focus. Women can multitask naturally. This is why they are cooking. They are talking to their husband. They are doing homework with their kids. They are doing everything. Same woman, same time. I just don't know why you're worried about. My wife is most annoying. We are watching series. She's also playing game on her phone. And talking to people. I say, are you watching or you are playing game? How can you be playing game and watching the series? And she will be pretending. I say, what they say? She, this is what they, she knows everything. Me, if I'm watching TV, ask her. If I'm watching TV, say something. I didn't hear. I'll rewind it. <laughs> I didn't hear. <laughs> Women can multitask. Very annoying. Tell the average man to do the things that a woman does. You see stress. That you should cook, do homework, call someone on the phone. He will not forget. Remember one thing he and that person discussed? They will fail the homework, definitely. And the food will be born. He can't do it. He's just one track minded. A woman naturally can do it. So we said in that case, in the first case, um, that, that, that wife just needs to pay some attention to that man's dreams. She doesn't have to stop her business. No, 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 no. She's capable. She just needs to pay some attention. Because that small touch she will bring. Ah, women make a difference. On, the, on that case, we know about, again, our friends like that. The man has been annoying to his wife. So the woman has capacity, but she doesn't feel like... The few times she has even tried to invest her attention and time in the, in the business, the man wasn't listening, wasn't taking advice. Men, you need to understand, you need to listen to your wives. You must listen to them. Very important. You must listen to them. Women are intuitive. That means they bring an aspect of this whole thing that is not obvious to the logic. The reason why men are very slow is that they follow things only when it's logical. So this means I have to see the door open first, leave here. The woman knows that the door will open before we get there. She's intuitive. She can know who will be a problem and who will not be a problem before the person even causes any problem. But a man can easily be moved. That he's a good boy, he's not doing anything. A woman can sense energy. That's why a woman knows when another woman is flirting with her husband. With her. And the husband says, ah, what did she do? She just returned me. She's not being nice. She's not being nice. Women know women are never just nice. <laughs> a woman can even know just by the way another woman looks at her husband, she can know. She joins the picture. Can I help you? <laughs> They've never said anything, but she can sense it. A man is clueless. You have even finished toasting the man, he doesn't even know you're toasting him. Say, hey, she just gave me her number. Tata. You take call on her. He doesn't know. <laughs> just like the movie. Did you watch the short movie today? <laughs> Hallelujah. Women are intuitive. So you, when you don't listen to your, your wife, you, you miss a lot in life. Don't make a major business decision without asking her. Always listen to her. Everybody my wife has warned me about turned out to be so. Everybody. <laughs> and most times, when she also picks people, they've always been very useful. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? If you're a woman, you, you need to sharpen your intuitive nature. And you can only do that by managing your emotions. Because the thing that jams your intuitive power is your emotions. When you get too overly emotional, it, it affects the signal of that your intuition. Because you have the capacity to. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? Let me round up by one more. Do I even have time for one more? <laughs> Hallelujah. 
Hmm. I'll, I'll end with this one. It's a small one, but I'll just end with it. Hmm. Women personalize issues. Men always, I don't know the English to use, but they despise, they, they push issues away. So what do I mean? If anything is going wrong, a woman personalizes the scenario. If you tell a woman this food is not sweet, she will start thinking, so I'm not a good cook. You don't love me. I'm not good enough. If you say this food is not sweet, the man will say, this rice, blessed rice, have no good. He will push it away. He won't personalize it to him at all. A man will never blame himself. That's why the moment Adam and Eve sinned, they asked Adam, what's wrong? Adam says, it's the woman you brought here. Adam didn't even say my wife. He says, the woman, you. He said, God, you are the one. Said, if I visit God, you are the problem because now you bring this woman. I was happy for you. She <laughs> you are the problem. A woman can personalize her issues. If a woman just sees you frowning and you're not talking to her, she might be thinking, he doesn't love me again. What have I done? That's why sometimes you will offend a woman. She's the one that will apologize. Then a man will understand will offend you. He will never. He says, your fault. You don't have made me do it. <laughs> Men can be so annoying. <laughs> and trust me, guys, I had to learn these things. These things will bring peace in your home. So as a man, where's the wisdom point in all these things? As a man, the wisdom point in this is that always give your wife reassurance and encouragement. If anything goes wrong, know automatically she's blaming herself, even if she doesn't say so. So let her realize that, look, it wasn't your fault. Or if you can even take responsibility, take responsibility. It will free her a bit. If you don't do that, she will blame herself. All right? And you, on the other hand, as a woman, understand that your husband is not as expressive as you. Men don't apologize the same way women apologize. Women are very okay with it, but they always say, I'm sorry. So women even say, I'm sorry for crying. <laughs> I'm a counselor. We always tell it's okay to cry. She will even apologize for crying. Say, sorry, sorry, cry. Women apologize for everything. They apologize for apologizing. So I'm sorry for saying I'm sorry. Women are always sorry. So the wisdom point for you as a woman, understand that your husband on the other hand is very different. Men find it hard to apologize. Men see apologizing as a sign of weakness. They will learn it too. I'm not saying I support them. I'm just trying to show you what's going on. So it took me a while to learn how to apologize to my wife. And men, remember, the more you do these things, the more you get used to it. It's not going to come to you naturally. But the more you do it, the better it becomes. So what I teach you men to do is that when your husband is struggling with apologizing, when men apologize, if they offend you, they come later and come and gist with you about something else. Women don't know that's apology. Women say, see, he, he offended me in the morning. In the afternoon, he's coming to ask me if I want to go out. I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> he has not apologized. He has. In the world of men, if two men have issue, if I call you in the evening and say, oh boy, you watch the match? If you say you watch them, we have made up, we have settled. We continue from there. But in the world of men, you offer me money, come here, watch the match, you say, is that why you called me? Often. <laughs> because in the world of men, you must apologize literally. Men don't apologize literally. If I carry on a conversation with you, about something else, and you continue the conversation, we have settled. So what do I tell women? When the wisdom is this, is that when your husband annoys you in the morning and comes in the afternoon and says, what are we eating? Or are we going out? Are we buying something? She has apologized. Collect the apology first. Hmm? Then later, when tension is down, tell him that next time, if you offend me, just apologize. Your I'm sorry is better than the long story. It helped me. Because me, I used to apologize like that by carrying on, on that conversation with my wife. When times are good, she will hint me that next time, eh? in fact, she will come and say, just tell me I'm sorry. 
when there's no tension, she'll say, tell me I'm sorry. I'll say, okay, I'm sorry. She'll say, hey, it's better than what you were trying to do. That's how she taught me with time to realize that it's okay to say I'm sorry. And I started getting used to it. I'm doing better. I believe I'm doing better, have you? <laughs> because women must talk about everything. If we don't, if we don't discuss this issue, we're not, we, can, we can't move forward. We must talk. You must tell me what you did. Why did you do it? They now formally say, I'm sorry. They now say, sorry for what? <laughs> Be specific. <laughs> and it stresses men. Because men are trying to avoid that whole conversation altogether. One lady was telling me that I was one offended her in the morning and in the afternoon he went to buy suya because you know she likes suya. He went to buy suya for her. She said she didn't eat it because she was still angry. In the world of men, if I buy suya for you, you don't eat suya. It's breakthrough. I'm going to eat two people's suya. <laughs> the man ate the suya. That's men for you. Men are clueless. Men don't understand that women speak poetically. When women say leave me, she means don't leave me. <laughs> Is somebody getting what I'm saying? So, collect that apology first. Later, tell him that next time if you offend me, just tell me I'm sorry. It makes a difference. Hallelujah. Were you blessed this morning? Can we give the Lord a big, big hand? Hallelujah. Let's rise to our feet. Father, we thank you. Let's just go ahead and give God thanks this morning. Lord, we give you thanks. We'll be better husbands, better wives. We'll be better fathers, better mothers. Better men and better women. Even if you're not married, this applies to you. You start to learn now. Start to learn now. Lord, we thank you because you will raise strong families. You will raise stronger men, stronger women. Go ahead and just take one minute to talk to God today. Lord, give me that spirit of understanding. To understand how a woman thinks and how a man thinks. Give me that wisdom to bridge the gap. I want to be a better husband, a better wife. A better son, a better daughter. A better father, a better mother, a better man, and a better woman. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You help me to understand my spouse better. Help me to do and say the right things. I bring healing to every home. I bring restoration of joy to every family. Magade sakora balazekada lindo sakadariada basota radabakazita balos ikanda balagada soka brada sata. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Masata glado sakadaya. Thank you, Father. In the mighty name of Jesus. Can we just bow our heads for one minute? I want to pray with the person here today that is not born again. If you are under the sound of my voice and you have never accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, can I quickly pray with you? All heads bowed. If you are here and you want to be born again, please raise up your right hand wherever you are. You want to be honest enough, say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus. Raise your right hand. Raise your right hand. Raise your right hand. Raise your right hand wherever you are. Anybody here like that? Whether you're upstairs or downstairs. Anybody here like that? Anybody here like that? Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. We give you praise. Father, we bless every home here today. We bless every man and every woman here. Lord, these ones will represent your original idea of marriage in the name of Jesus. These men will make you proud. These women will make you proud. Whatever graces that you've put upon us as men and women, we decree to yield maximally in the name of Jesus. 
I speak peace to any home in crisis. I speak peace to any home in chaos. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. We know you've been blessed by this message. To order a copy of this message or any of our messages, you can call us on 080-777-14411 or 080-777-14412 or you can visit our website on www.davidschristiancenter.org Davids Christian Center, home of victorious people.